This episode is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ believe the best way to improve the health of the world is to celebrate the health conscious through social and financial rewards. They have used science and gathered data to convince insurance companies that health conscious people, including cyclists, deserve lower rates in life insurance. Health IQ have helped tens of thousands of people secure billions of dollars in insurance coverage. For a free life insurance quote, visit healthiq.com slash speed. Again, that is healthiq.com slash speed. And now, on with the show. Episode 161 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, the least professional, least knowledgeable, least informed podcast ever. Because remember, we're no experts, we're just fans. We're speedmetalcycling.com, and we'd like to thank the people who make this podcast possible, namely our sponsor, Health um, IQ, healthiq.com slash speed, they changed the URL. And our awesome patrons uh, over at Patreon.com. Thank you very much. If you guys want to help out, SpeedMetalCycling.com is the website to go to. And then you can go over there and uh, help us out as well. Become a patron. Anyway, I am your host, Dan Skullcrusher, known in the streets as Mixmaster Mike. Oh, no. Mixmaster Dan. (laughs) And allow me to introduce my host today, Mixmaster Mike himself, Mike Spriggs, Mike, how are you doing, sir? Great, thank you. Awesome. And Natalia, how are you doing? I'm pumped. Pumped. Yeah, she is very, very pumped. Before we started recording, she was screaming and yelling. And finally, (laughs) Klaus, how are you doing, sir? More pumped. More pumped than Natalia. Not a competition, Klaus. Damn it. I am the most pumped. (laughs) Natalia, it's always a competition with Klaus. Always a competition with Klaus. Mm. Um, okay, so we have plenty to get to, so no time for BS, all right, guys? No time for BS. Only time for important stuff like the Giro d'Italia and the Tour of California, the fourth Grand Tour. We all know that, right? Um, actually, what if, what if the Giro d'Italia was the fourth Grand Tour? So then it would be like the second Grand Tour and the fourth. So it'd be like the, the Tour, the Giro, the Vuelta, and the Giro again. Over no. the Tour of California? Well, like, yeah. That's, no. that's how low the Tour of California is, that the Giro goes twice before it goes once? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like they're in, they're in prison, and they're standing there with their trays waiting to get food. The Giro d'Italia gets food twice before the Tour of California even so is allowed to get. if it was a circuit race, the Tour of California just got lapped? Exactly. So, oh, actually, the, the being lapped thing was pretty funny. Uh, nah, never mind. I was going to talk about Formula One. It doesn't really matter. But the something funny happened in the in the Grand Prix of um, Spain in um, in Barcelona. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. What Let's happened? The Giro. 
the tour of California got lapped? Well, basically the whole field, every single car got lapped by the first two cars, right? So then the guy that finished third thought or said in an interview, what if the two guys that lapped everybody, what if they crashed? Then I would win the race even though I was lapped. So in the official result, you would say I would be one lap down, but I would still win the race. And it would be the first time that ever happens. Who is the sponsor for the team that lapped everyone? U.S. Postal? <laughs> no, Team Sky. <laughs> no, it was Ferrari and Mercedes, of course. Who else? Um, okay. Enough Formula One. Let's talk about some Giro d'Italia. No, we already uh, have... dude, dude, don't disrupt the script. We go social media and then... Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Metallia. Metallia, Metallica, Natal, Natalica, Nataliaca, whatever. Fine, yeah. No, it, it, it's actually going to be short because the crickets are quiet. So, oh, the crickets are quiet. Good. Yeah. So, okay, Good so crickets. I'm just going to give a updates on the Velo Games leagues that we have going on for the Giro oh, and yeah, the Tour yeah, of yeah. California. So we have two at the Giro, and they have different leaders. It's hilarious. Of two at the Giro, one for the for the second Grand Tour, and then one for the fourth. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was so in yeah. one side, Tea and Toast by GW is winning, and then on the other side, Sally Sandy by Adam Drake is winning. So congratulations! I don't know how the standings are. Um, Oh, no, the Giro is updated because it was rest day today, so it doesn't matter. And in the Tour yeah. of California, we only had the leader for the first uh, stage. So after the first stage, uh, the team that is winning is swiftly failing by Eric. It is interesting to note that <laughs> we have 19 entries for the Tour of California and for the Giro Velo Games, we have at least twice that. So it's just funny. Of course, it's funny because nobody cares about the tour. Yeah, I mean, I know. I know some people care. I know some people care. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nineteen of us care, dude. So, <laughs> so I'm playing in that one. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I know uh, I'm like I'm like in the top twenty in both. Yeah. You're not playing tour of California. No. Oh no no no! I mean in, in both in both Giro ones. Oh okay. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Okay. So I have to give it to Travis Kobe. Kek, Kovicek, however, I'm sorry by butchering your last name, because he actually fooled me with the announcement of the new Sky sponsor. I just sent you guys the link. I actually considered it possible for like 10 seconds and then oh, realized like, no, this must not be true. Who was it supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> you can make your own conclusions. It's, it's rated R, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then the best in show was a repost that we did uh, from the last Giro rest day because we recorded and then I went and checked what happened that day. And then this beautiful picture of Pipo Bozzato and his bambinos sunbathing and taking advantage of the Giro rest day was making the grounds. And apparently that was what people like to see too, because it got the most interactions from Instagram. So yep, yep. that's it. 
That's all I have to say for the social media. Very quiet on that front. Well, let me ask Mike something since he's the quiet one. I'll let him make the decision. Mike, should we um, go talk Tour California women's and men's first or should we talk Giro first? California. California. Let's get that out of the way. All right. So uh, I don't know anything about Tour California, the guys, uh, other than what I've heard or read the headlines, of course. I know that uh, Kittle won the first stage and then whatever happened today's stage, I have no idea. But the women's, though, I did follow that one um, and I thought it was pretty damn good. Um, it was fun and I, I was actually like, uh, uh, what do you call that? Like cheering for, um, for Anna Van der Bregen? No, for oh. Van der Bregen. But, but for Katie because- Holmes? From no. Dawson's Creek? <laughs> Katie Hall. Oh. It's funny that you still think of Katie Holmes as being from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> she's, she's like Katie Holmes from about a thousand other things. Katie including... Holmes from sci- from being scared of Scientology? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Katie anyway, Holmes of fearing for her life? I always thought of uh, of what's-her-face, uh, uh, Van der Bregen as being like, pretty cool and everything until i just had a conversation with with natalia and then she told me how she's not really all that cool but anyway natalia why don't you uh fill us in on the whole thing on everything that happened okay so i have to start by saying that i was very happy to see that the united healthcare team actually gave boils a run for their money because they they were, well, not they, but everyone was expecting balls to show up and dominate because as usual, they had a very strong team. So when Katie Hall took the yellow jersey after the queen stage and she took it from them by a margin of one second, of three seconds, sorry. So that was pretty exciting to see that, you know, like this United Healthcare team that is not even considered as part of the world world tour teams from the women was actually given this dominating team uh, a challenge. So that was really cool, really, really cool to see. So what happened there is that after Katie Hall took the the yellow jersey, then two flat stages came up. So it was Katie Hall leading three seconds over Anna van der Breggen. So it all came down to the intermediate sprints for the two last uh, stages. So the first stage, the, sorry, the third stage was a uh, flat. And then the last one was a circuit race or a crit, a crit race. So it was pretty cool because when Katie Hall uh, took it on the stage three, I was trying to play DS. So I decided, and I'm just going to get to a little bit of controversy that just made up because apparently nobody noticed it, only me. And then... <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out the strategy that they will need to do to be able to hold the attacks of balls back and just to be able to hold to that to that jersey. So another uh, rider that was contesting for staff was Ruth Winder from the United Healthcare. She was uh, in the lead of the young rider's jersey and trying to get that jersey off her was this Cuban girl that is making quite the debut this year at Lenny Sierra. So that was the other thing that the United Healthcare had going on. So I decided in my DS made up position that the strategy for United Healthcare for the third stage was to go in to intermediate spray sprint and just let Ruth Winder 
go for it because that way then she will drag Arleni Sierra with her and they will take the points, the, the, the two bonifications, the first two bonifications, and then that wouldn't be enough for Van der Breggen to close that gap. And then at the finish sprint, you had Corinne Rivera, Kirsten Wiel, Georgia Bronzini contesting the sprint, so there was no way yeah, in hell no that Van der Breggen could mix in there. So I decided this is the strategy that has to happen. Unfortunately, I wasn't watching the stage live, but then I was watching the highlights of the video. Today, I was catching up with everything. So while I'm watching the video, I see that the United Healthcare is doing that when they are approaching the intermediate sprint. I see Ruth Winder there, ready to jump and you know, like contest the sprint. And of course, because Winder is there, there is also Arlene Sierra. And then I'm having my moment when I say like, yeah, man, I nailed it. This is what you, it was supposed to be. And two seconds later, then Ruth Winder is off the road into the gravel section and she is not able to, you know, like go and contest the sprint. Was she Arlene riding Sierra. a gravel grinder? <laughs> a gravel bike? Yeah, yeah, she's she's she she went for a gravel race there. So okay. Arlene Sierra goes first, and then Van der Breggen goes second, and then she closes the gap and is now only one second to Katie Hall. And um when I saw that happen, it's like, wait a minute. I mean Ruth Winder is a pretty darn good bike handler. I mean what 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 went on in here? So I rewatched the freaking video f like 10 times and I got convinced that she was derailed uh, by Christine Mayerus, like with intention, you know, like intentionally. Yeah. So I rewatched it, rewatched it. Guys, if you want to look at it, it's a stage three of the Ambient Tour of California for Women's. Go and check the minute A43 when they are contesting the, the sprint and they are showing the live feed and then you can tell by yourselves. So there are two options here. Either Mayerus is a poor bike handler or she did it intentionally. So just pick one of those two. I think she did it intentionally. Kind of like uh, aggressive, right? So that's why what I, I was convinced and that's why I asked for your professional opinion. I don't know if you had a chance to watch the video and then you can no, tell no, me no. what you think. Listen, Natalia, here's the thing. Uh, just so to, to explain it a little bit more clear. So Van der Breggen needed the the time bonification, the time, the, the extra seconds to be able to leap um, the United Did you just say bonification out. like Sean Kelly? <laughs> yes. Uh, bonus. <laughs> Uh, the bonus, the bonus seconds. Um, so, and there's three, two, and one. And all she needed, I mean, if she, if she won that sprint, she would be uh, even with one more sprint to go. She ended up getting two because United Healthcare weren't able to put two or three girls in front of her in the sprint. Now, she's not a sprinter. So I would have thought this was a pretty straightforward thing for United Healthcare to do. They have a couple of girls that are really quick. Get in front of her. Shouldn't be difficult. She's not a sprinter. Basically, eat those bonifications, those <laughs> those bonus seconds. But but bowls have like yeah. they, they have the lead out train for kind of like Litzy and and yeah, yeah I mean Peters is good. You it's like put... it's not that Van der Breggen was going to fight it all by herself. You know, like she had the the, the muscle Natalia, to be able to contest it. Okay, Natalia, give me the best like the best uh, lead out train in the world. I'm still not gonna beat a freaking sprinter. Of course, I'm not. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, in the brain, intermediate so. sprint, I don't think the sprinters yeah, yeah, were no, contesting no, no, no. that. But okay, that's, fine. That's what I, that's what Follow I, so, up. So, so, so then basically, Van der Breggen ended up getting an, an, more uh, bonus seconds, and she ended up winning the race by one second. Um, 
It was actually, yeah, again, the, the thing repeated cool. itself in the last crit race that there was this intermediate sprint with the bonus second and the the thing played out the same. She was able to snatch the the last second that she needed and then she was up. So she, she snagged the, the yellow jersey back in the crit race, which made, I mean, this whole thing made the race so much more interesting and exciting to watch well if you that. think about it think about this it was it was a flat stage followed by a crit two stages that i would normally find so boring that i wouldn't even bother but because of this it made it really interesting so yeah i mean it was cool i think it was a and great race for a bonus seconds yeah absolutely and anna van der bregen won a car so how is she gonna get it back to europe she won a lexus suv Gonna have How to get a friend to sell it through Craigslist here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> hey, Lucho Herrera got a bull back home to Colombia. Yeah, it took him like ten years to be able to get the permission, the permits, and all that stuff, though. That's so, right. Start working on the permits for the Lexus. Uh, yeah, she's probably gonna sell. It. I wonder if they offered them like, all right, you can either take the Lexus or we'll give you, I don't know, twenty thousand. Sure, because you have Guys, to pay taxes the on it. Price. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay, no, it was an exciting race. I will just have to say that uh, just by looking at the reactions of the United Healthcare team when they were being interviewed, they were super happy when they had the yellow jersey. But I also saw that starting the Tour of California, they were intimidated by the presence of the European teams there. So Katie Hall at some point was being interviewed and she said that they were super happy that they got in the race just trying to aim to be on the podium. So actually grabbing the yellow jersey and being able to have it for two stages was really cool for them. That Of course, it was a sad thing to uh, let it go, but you know, like, all in all, it was a successful tour yeah, uh, well, for them. She, so yeah, it made me remember, I don't know if you guys, and you will have to tra- to correct me if this doesn't make any sense in English, the Colombian saying that that sounded to me like you kill the tiger and then got scared with the skin. With remember? The, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what will be equivalent in English just to you, say you, that. You, like, you, you, care, you took care of the difficult parts and then you get freaked out by the easier part to finish it off. Yeah, in English, sometimes people say you have a tiger by the tail. No, right. but that's not now the same. what do you do? Well, I, I, I don't know. Listen, I know that uh, what's her face from uh, United Healthcare ended up with a KOM on Jersey as well. So, Katie I mean, Hall, yeah. Katie Hall. No, it was a very successful team for them. I just wish that they had won it. No, like that. That's all. I don't. I can't like United Healthcare because my wife works for one of their competitors. <laughs> well, you will have to decide because you know that Diana Peñuela, friend of the podcast, writes for them. So, I wish she was a friend of the podcast. I wish she was a friend of mine. Um, hey, your verdict, okay. guys! Don't don't dilly dally. Was was it like bike handling, or there is mischief in the move? Or I think if there was no. mischief, there would have been a lot more uh, protest from from the team and there really wasn't any which leads me to believe they were there they probably saw that it was she didn't mean to i mean if you look at it uh the sprinter comes from behind behind her and as she's trying to get around her this girl basically uh kind of like pushes her towards the towards the gravel once and then does another quick movement to the right and then pushes it completely off the road um, I think if it would have been on purpose, it probably would have been a little bit more 
one move and I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just think that that girl, if, if, if she would have been on purpose, she would have been able to tell and she would have raised her hand and started yelling and probably grabbed some of that gravel and just throw it at her. So. Does Mike even know what we're talking about? Does Do most people know what we're talking about? I'm just wondering if Mike knows what this is all about. Is that a, is that directed towards me? Yeah. Yes, your name is Mike. What? Who am I asking? He, he wants to be referred to Mike, as Mike, Mike Piazza Mike. from the from the Mets. <laughs> I thought that was what I thought that's what you would call a rhetorical question. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. No. I have to be honest. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought it was, it was bike handling. I, yeah. Well, okay. One more thing about the tour of the women's tour of California was um, I watched one of the highlight thingies on YouTube, and it was uh, Phil and Paul. And uh, God, every time I listen to these two old men, I'm just like, Jesus Christ! When is somebody gonna tell them, please retire? You have no idea what in the fuck you are talking about they mispronounce everybody's name they say the names of the teams wrong they just they're just all over the place they were like quick step flooring <laughs> it's not quick step <laughs> flooring you imbeciles just like no just sad the name of every single one of the women they got wrong and then the guys a bunch of them they got wrong and then they got quick step flooring so jesus if anybody knows them especially if they know them personally put them out of their misery please tell them Guys, it's time for you to hang the proverbial guayos uh, <laughs> to retire. Um, so, yeah. All right. Tour California the men. Men's, yeah. Oh, yeah. The only, thing, the only thing I wanted to talk about was that thing that you were talking about earlier, Natalia. So, what are Okay, you, so uh, today's stage was the hilly one. They, had the, they went up Mount uh, Hamilton, I think. So... It was a for the climbers. A wait, 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 wait. Question, 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 question. Yes. Is it really is it really difficult to get tickets for Mount Hamilton? Oh, uh, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Rafa Maka won it, and he is in the yellow jersey of the Tour of California right now. He's leading. But the scary thing that happened today was Tom Skujin's crash. So it was. So scary to watch that thing live happening. So the guy, they were going down, they were going full speed, and there was a turn coming up, and I think he slipped something in the road. He slipped the the rear wheel, and then he went down really, really bad. He went down and actually did like a couple of turns on the ground. It was really when bad. in the Today. stage did that happen? Oh, my idea. Towards, no, I wouldn't say. I think they were coming down of one. I don't know. I don't have to say the kilometers. It was just like, I, I wasn't even point, paying that attention. Wasn't the end. Yeah, it, I was, just it wanna, was towards okay. the end. It wasn't at the then, first. Towards the, then I, I know I, what I have to do in order to miss it. Because I already saw that people made an animated GIF of it. I'm like, really? Oh, no, but it was just so. So I know that. This is not something that it should be like repeating, but if you're watching it live and then you see a guy doing the tumbles and things, he's completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the kid is completely destroyed. Then he doesn't even rest before coming up again. So he immediately, once he comes to a stop the first time that he falls, he comes up, takes his bike, tries to get on it and again, and guess what, dude, you have a concussion. So of course you're not coordinating anything at all. Then he tries to go on it, and then he goes down again. Then 
goes up again, you know, like, he's not, not like, stopping or anything. Then the, the support guy with the wheels comes and tries to help him to get on his bike. Scoogins gets on the bike and then starts riding again, completely disoriented. I was yelling as if somebody at California would listen to me, please get him off the bike, because he was completely <laughs> uncoordinated. I thought, this guy is just going to go on a ditch. He's going to get killed. Like, somebody, please stop him. So he kept riding. Finally, he kind of like seemed more on his senses, but still you could see that he wasn't very, you know, like something was off with him. So fortunately, the car of the team actually like waited for him because I think they were uh, farther up when the thing happened. So they were able to get a hold of him as like, dude, 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 you're like, you're getting off the bike. You know, like, let's get on the well, car. This is it. And when he was getting on the car, he was, I think he was actually trying to like argue with him because I saw him shaking his head like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, dude, this is just... If, it, if I was watching a movie, I'd be okay with it. But for a real thing happening, it's something that once you start looking at it, it is really hard to disengage. So I didn't want it to watch more, but I had to somehow. So I was like, don't, don't, don't kill yourself, Tom's, please. It was just, oh my gosh. So Can I hope I he's okay. something oh, wait, about him? Yeah. What? I introduced him to Color Me Bad and the song, the song I Want to Sex You Up. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> that's very good. That's probably what he was singing in his head when he went down. No, listen. Two things. <laughs> first of all, first of all, he should stop drinking vodka before getting on a bike because he looked like he was drunk. Uh, I don't know what do they drink vodka. Is that a Latvian potato joke? I don't. No, I mean, I'm think. I'm, I'm think. I don't know. If, do they drink vodka in Latvia? That's like. Is that racist, Mike? I, is that racist? I, I, <laughs> All Latvian jokes are about potatoes. Uh, yeah. He actually has a well, hashtag. I think it's potato power. So it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, the, the, the thing, though, is that it, it would be difficult to have, um, like, uh, like in, in uh, the NFL here in American football, they, if, if somebody is believed to have a concussion, they have to sit down and they go through a through a protocol and they go through a whole bunch of tests and stuff. And if they they pass them, they can get back into the field. But if they don't, they're off the game. Of course, concussions are a lot more common in American football than they're in cycling. But I couldn't believe that people just around them wouldn't be like, dude, you can't get back on that bike. I know that he would fight it. Of course he would, especially if it's like some guy from the neutral service. But somebody should have told them, dude, that's not, you, you can barely but you know get what what shocked me about it that usually when cyclists have these massive falls, I've seen that they just stay put for a little bit, trying to like don't rush getting up. You know, like it's one of those things that I've seen when they just sit down, kind of wait a little bit before uh -huh. they uh -huh. they get up. But this guy immediately, as soon as he stopped, he tried to get back on the bike as fast as he could. So I don't know if it's a little bit of that inexperience part there when you're like, no, 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 no. This is when you wait and you're like, just don't, don't, don't jump. Don't try to jump on it. Because then at the, the second time when he fell, I think the bike was uh, separated from him. And then he started, he started crossing the road and all the other cyclists were coming down. So he almost got run over by cyclists. So it was, it was really, my gosh, uh, the most intensive one minute I had today. <laughs> Just like yelling, get out of there. Don't get on your bike, dude. My gosh. 
So, was it the uh, fault of a police motorcycle? Okay, so switch to Giro. That's all I have to say of Tour of California now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it's scary. Or like my mom would say, it's scary. Um, <laughs> I love your mom, dude. So we, have, we have... Uh, when, when did we stop with Giro? I think stage four would be the first one that we would that we hadn't talked about, which uh, so, was the one where yeah, Gaviria we stopped, was wearing... Sorry to interrupt. We stopped last time when I asked you guys if... Etna was going to be much ado about nothing because everyone oh, was yeah. like pumped by Etna and nothing was actually going to happen. So that was where mm-hmm. we, that was yeah. where we closed our discussion. So from so, there, I think Patrick Dempsey happened to Giro. Oh boy. And I don't know what oh, else. Boy. People still <laughs> refer to him as McDreamy or whatever. I've never watched that show, but hasn't that show been off the air for like four years? Is he still employed? What show? Grey's Anatomy? Like Patrick Dempsey, yeah. I don't know. Grey's Anatomy? I, I've never watched that show. I wouldn't know. I, I mean, that's guy, what they refer to him they, as, but... I think the guy's a douchebag, and I'm going to tell you why I think the guy's a douchebag. He also appears <laughs> sure you randomly. Are. He randomly appears in, like, Formula One races. And it's up being, like, the a VIP areas. And I'm like, who the fuck are oh. like, if it's somebody who's really famous, I'm like, oh, all right, this guy's really famous, so give him some fucking attention. This guy's a fucking douchebag, and he just up randomly in Formula One races, and then he gets... No, he's attention. really... Oh. He's done 24 hours of Le Mans. Ah, fuck him. Yeah. He's you also really he's famous. famous. No, he's not famous. <laughs> I, don't think, I, I, I like that. Famous. Mike I finally talks, like, yeah. and it's for this. <laughs> to stand no, up for listen. Patrick Dempsey. Uh, like, you I, have pushed me too far. <laughs> I recognize the dude <laughs> by his face. Right? I'm like, oh, I know this guy from somewhere. I don't know where the fuck I know him from, but I know him. And uh, what's his name? I, I have no fucking idea what his name is. Patrick Dempsey. Is Patrick, I whatever. can remain yeah. silent no longer. In 20 <laughs> minutes, in 20 minutes, I will fucking forget that asshole's name. Fuck him. Plus, the I guess Hero is like, oh yeah, let, let let this guy just randomly fucking disrespect the, 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 the pink jersey <laughs> by wearing a fake pink jersey. In the, what the fuck is that? The he was there as a brand ambassador for Tag Heuer. Yeah, I know. He's also a cyclist. Is Tag Heuer a, a sponsor of the Giro? No. You should be happy that someone uh, that someone famous is is a cyclist and into motorsports. No, not that and, asshole. And he does them both. He rides a bike and he drives a Porsche well, I, in, in the twenty four hours. Of he rides a bike. Everybody can ride a bike. That's not They're true. Like Four year old boys or something. They no. have so. Uh, Admit it, that you're just envious of the guy. You envious of the guy. Like. Yeah. Why? Why would I be envious you, of him? Because you wanted to be Patrick Dempsey leading the. Oh, I don't even know who that guy is. Why would I want to be him? <laughs> you know who I want to be? Brad Pitt. That's who I want to be. I, but I he doesn't get to lead stages in the Euro. Yeah. Why would That's you like to be on this guy's side? If he wanted to, he'd be able to do whatever he wants because he's he is McDreamy. He's not even McDreamy, guess... he's Dreamy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy has only been off the air for two years. So I thought it had been much longer. But So I think, you know how if you were president of the United States once, you're always referred to as Mr. President? <laughs> That's what I think Patrick Dempsey gets. Forever he's McDreamy. Right. That show was fucking retarded and stupid. And I'm going to tell you why I hated that show. Obviously, the show was named after the book, Grey's Anatomy, right? <laughs> Do you know how many people today have no idea that there's a book called Grey's Anatomy of what the book even is about? 
That's ridiculous. That show made America dumber. <laughs> unless, unless you go to like med school, most people don't know that book exists. Yeah, right. Well, did anybody on this podcast right now, right here, went go to my school? No. We all know what Grey's Anatomy is, and it's not a book about a TV show. It's a TV it's show a TV with show. McDreamy. Fucking bullshit. So stupid. I do love that Mike just had to be like, nope. <laughs> this is this it. Is I'm putting this, my foot down. <laughs> this is where it stops. I this ends now. This will not ah. stand. <laughs> this <laughs> Uh, uh. Uh, no, listen, I was going to say that when Gaviria was in pink, <laughs> in that, the, the one stage that he was in pink, when he was coming down, they were, they, were, they were like descending, and then they got to the roundabout, and he went the wrong way, and everybody followed him <laughs> going the wrong way. <laughs> I would have been like, ah, sucker, that's what you get for following the pink jersey. <laughs> anyway, that's all I had to say about that. Um. And Jan Polans won from um, UAE Fly Emirates. Um, won from from the break, which is awesome. And did you know that he's a Penguins fan? There you go. Nope, I didn't I just, know that. I just I just blew like your the mind. animal. No, the, loves... Pits, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, he's a Pens fan. Yeah. Booyah. Kaboom, 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 kapow. Oh, stage five, when that dude, um, like, celebrated when he hadn't won. Oh, yeah. That, that was the cute. The best thing about that was Rob Hatch. <laughs> Rob Hatch said, was people like, no, Posato, no, no. He goes, people Posato, eat your heart out. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a verbatim quote, quote, what he said. <laughs> I, I still great. think the best fake celebration ever is not even people Pozzato's, but actually Carlos Betancourt's because ah. it included Pantano just laughing at him I right know. behind him. <laughs> exactly. I want to forget that one. I want the default like fake celebration or whoops celebration to be people Pozzato's because I felt really bad for Betancourt. Whereas with Posato, I just don't give a shit. And then Luca Paolini doing the whole thing with the nose, which is just fucking amazing. I just wish it was just everybody. You think of celebrating the wrong time, you think people Pozzato. And Rob Hatch obviously does. He didn't say Carlos Betancourt, eat your heart out. He said people Pozzato, eat your heart out. He so. should have said, where's Pantano to laugh at this guy? <laughs> there's actually photos. People should look it up. Um, there's photos of, <laughs> of Betancourt like celebrating and Pantano seriously, maybe 15 feet behind him, just like looking at him, just laughing. <laughs> So good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's definitely pretty good. So the big stage was uh, the stage up to Lockhouse. Uh, I don't know. Is that stage seven, eight, nine? I don't know. Some number. Um, where obviously the police motto, motto, motto just stopped seemingly randomly and on the road as opposed to just getting off onto the gravel. And... Uh, Obviously, uh, what's his face from uh, Sunweb went down first. Kelderman. And then, yeah, uh, Wilco Kelderman, and then took down pretty much all of Team Sky and a couple of dudes from Orica Greenwich. Adam Gates. Uh, Adam Gates. Now, should Movistar have waited? Uh, no. I, I listen. While the race was going on, I didn't have. 
there was no doubt in my mind. No, don't stop. Keep going. You guys were already going. Everybody says if the, if you're already going all out, then you keep going. Then you know what's his face um, from Orica, um, Matt White. Is that his name? Yeah. Um, it's like he's all angry at uh, at Movistar, whatever. But let me let me ask you this question: Do you think if this were the Tour de France, right? And it would have happened to another team. Do you think for a second that Sky would have stopped for anybody? I don't. I, I, I mean, I the, the, the thing here, I don't think that they would have because Movistar is not that Movistar decided to start accelerating when the crash took point. place. Agreed. They already they had the pace going on and they were just going with whatever plan they had to set up Nairo for the final climb. So I think at that point, the race was pretty much on. I think that the other option was for the organization to actually neutralize the thing. But we already know what happens when they try to neutralize Nairo. He pretty much says, like, hey, <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. Like... Sorry, move away. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Giro, actually, that's what they thought. They were like, oh, maybe we should neutralize this. Ah, no, that's right. It's Nairo Quintana. Don't even bother. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> It, it's always a, a complicated thing, obviously, you know, because no matter which decision they take, uh, the team or the organization, somebody's going to be upset. I don't want to, th- I, just because I'm Colombian and Nairo Quintana's Colombian and he benefited from that, I would like to think that I'm, I can be a little bit more impartial than that. I just don't think that they should have stopped regardless. And I would like to think that I am. Uh, a good enough human being that if if the situation were reversed and Nido would have crashed, that I would have been able to be like, well, that's the way the cookie crumbles, the proverbial cookie. The problem crumbles. is that it's it's late in the stage; <clears throat> they're about to go up the climb. So you'd have to think when they would have to be told the message. Nido or someone would have to make the decision to stop. So then they, or slow down or whatever, just ease up for a tiny bit, right? So then they do that, and then they have to get the other teams to, like, agree? Or does Nido and Movistar just, in two seconds, you lose, like, you know, several bike lengths? So that's why it's tough when the race is on, because I don't know that that's really easy to do. Uh, I don't think anyone stops. I don't think anyone waits anymore for anything. They shouldn't. I feel like this argument comes up more and more because people are just like, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not well, I'll say this. Um, at a time like this, it seems like a clearer argument to me. I think if it's just two or three of you and there's, you know, eight, 10 K to go, but you're alone on a big climb and something ridiculous happens, so maybe it's what? a little more clear cut then, like the so- whole Lance Armstrong thing. So let's say that what you're saying, though. Why are you going to bring Lance into this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, like, for example, you know, we had towards the end of that stage, it was Nairo and uh, Nibali and uh, that French guy, uh, Pierre Roland, right? I know. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thibaut. Thibaut Pino, uh, let's say that the three of them are there and Thibaut Pino drops his chain. Or Nibali... The most French thing you could possibly do. <laughs> or Nibali stops for uh, pizza and wine. That's the most Italian thing you can do. 
do you think then that Nairo should wait? I mean, never mind the pizza and the wine, but. First, I think the most Italian thing to do would be if he stopped to design a badly designed car. <laughs> like if he's like, I just need a few hours. The most um, Italian thing he could do. I don't know that you stop. I think that, you know, drop chain. I don't know. I just think an extreme case like the Lance Armstrong thing of your handlebars getting caught in someone's like stupid bag or whatever. I think you at least look back and just kind of mm. see what's up rather than attack. Yeah, but I think that in that case specifically, both Armstrong and Ulrich were probably so high in their own fucking bullshit that they were doing, their own performance enhancing shit that they had not. Doesn't done. make you high. <laughs> <It doesn't. laughs> then why do they do it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. and the other thing it's is, shouldn't Sky, Sorry. shouldn't like Sky and maybe Adam Yates, if they had these GC uh, intentions, shouldn't they have been like up? like way more into the front of the bunch I, I and also that. like on they the really, middle. I don't know. Then no, we can really start like that far going back, back and forth. Really, they they well, really weren't that far back. I mean, they... Now, I'll say this. Remember, Sky has not said, and Garrett Thomas didn't say anything about Movistar. They have no issue with it. It's only Orica. But also, let me ask you the most important question. Based on how Naito was climbing, do you think Garrett Thomas had a chance? I mean, maybe he could have. Maybe he'd like to think. Of course, he could have been with Nibali. Hmm. You know, and he'd at least like to be within. Yeah, grass. I mean, let, let, let that be the end of that of that situation. You're absolutely right. I don't think Garrett Thomas would have been able to to hang with with Naito. I mean, obviously, nobody else did. But but do you guys think Naito Quintana? attacks with 6.6k to go which is as far as i can remember the earliest he has ever attacked in a stage i mean yeah with 6.6 kilometers he Nairo quintana is known for just waiting until like 500 meters and then getting like half a second so he attacks way far back and then i'm thinking like yeah this guy wants to make up a lot of ground because he knows that in the yeah especially with Tom Dumoulin, in the TT, he's going to be fucked, right? Hmm. So he goes for it, all out. He didn't really get that much time. You don't really think about it. He won a stage, beautiful, amazing. He got a couple of seconds. He didn't really win that much time. I mean, I think he needed a good 45 seconds from Dumoulin. I think that's what he was hoping I'm sure for. he agrees with you. <laughs> yeah. I as, as, as nice as... as as well as he did, I think a lot of the times, though, while he was on the, on his way up, when he was with Nibali and stuff, it seemed to be that he was playing the let's win the stage game as opposed to the let's, I'm just going to get some time on these motherfuckers. Just let, no, let no, Nibali no, hang no. on to you. Who cares? The, the person that you need to worry about, the two people you need to worry about are Dumoulin and uh, Kreuzweig. Let them Pino. go way back. Uh, or uh, that's right, too, Pino. But even <laughs> just... Go for it. Just jet it. And let me let me put forth the following argument. He was going for it. I don't know. He was doing a lot of like stop and go, stop and go, the typical attack stuff, which is I amazing. Mean, I love it. But I know I'm about to um to quote something and I'm way out of my element. Like um what is it? The guy from uh Big Lebowski, Donnie. Who is it Donnie. that's always out of his element? 
and Donnie. I'm I'm out of my element here, so I'm about to quote wattage. So, <laughs> I'm, eighteen thousand. I'm totally oh, eighteen hundred. I showed you guys. It was actually eighteen hundred. Fake, what? fake news. Fake news. <laughs> so here fake comes news. some fake news. Alternative the, facts. Here we go. The it couple was times alternative facts. Naito was doing like four hundred and sixty watts. Like he was going for it. He is oh, roughly. I know. I know he's I think, roughly the size of an ant. No, what I'm saying is <laughs> like a small is, bird. I, I, I'm not talking about the power that he was putting. I'm not talking. I'm talking about the way that he was writing. He was trying to drop Nibali. He was trying to drop Nibali. He was he was doing his stop and go. He stopped and go. Those short attacks to drop somebody. I think he should have just found a very good rhythm and then just go for it constantly, trying to get time from everybody else. If Nibali hangs on to him, that's fine. If Nibali beats him to the to the line, that's fine. I would have gone for more time, less stage wins. But. I think he was he goes. And Nibali stays, so he stops because he doesn't want to pull him. So then he goes Why again. And, uh, I know. You know what I mean? Why does so. he not want to pull him? Who cares? You need time from the other guys. Let Nibali do whatever the hell he wants to. Let him design now, some horrible cars. Now that, that you speak really about Nibali, can you say something? The, did you mm-hmm. notice that they that he didn't get out of the saddle when he was climbing? He did that whole last, when Nairo was attacking and everything, the guy just kept his cool and just sat on the on the saddle. Does this mean that the end of the attacking Nivali standing on the pedals are gone? Those days are gone. <laughs> Fastas and another, <laughs> another bites the what's another one. <laughs> approach. He's, yeah. Are you saying he's going to be fruming it? I know. Uh, he looks, <laughs> he looks like it. What if... You know, there's certain things that stop happening in certain sports. Like when you watch old clips of, you know, American football and you're like, how could the the bottom of the goalpost be like in the front of the end zone? No wonder people went face first into it. You're like, huh. I wonder if one day we'll be like, wow, look at cycling. They used to attack standing up. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I did oh. notice, though, that Quintana waited until he crossed the line to celebrate, which obviously means he was going for time then. But What do you think his celebration meant? He, it meant this power meter right here belongs to me, bitches. Because earlier... He doesn't in use the a power meter. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't in, have a little thingy, I don't think. Well, uh, no, I mean that little, that little Garmin thing that he had. Because he... Uh, Earlier in the bus, they were arguing about whose it was, and he goes, "This one is mine." That's what he. That's what it. That's what that meant. Now, um, uh, Tom Dumoulin said shit on TV, and then oh, somebody really? else said shit. Uh, or was it Pino? No, shut the fuck up. It was it's Tom Dumoulin said shit. I don't think Pino, Thibaut Pino, even oh. speaks English. I watched the uh, Colombian broadcast because uh, it's HD and you can watch it without any trouble. I have a question for you, Klaus. Were you, you able? Chat? Were you able to hear Rob Hatch? No, <laughs> no, not at all. And that's the first thing I wanted to tell you guys. Rob Hatch's mic must be pointed at other commentators. <laughs> you couldn't hear anyone else but the woman who does it. By the way, so. The Colombian broadcast is weird because it's three people total, two of whom are women, 
That's mm. really interesting. I've never heard mm. that before. And also, the woman who does the commentating does the the post race interviews in the mixed zone. And I don't. You don't see this uh, in Eurosport. She kisses the Colombian cyclists. Nice. <laughs> they are like, or, no, it's Paula Franco. Wait. Right, so oh, yeah. yeah, she's friends with them. So okay. Oh no, Go uh, it was Goga doing it. Goga oh, really? kissing the the cyclists. Yeah. Well, the, we 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 talked about this. I mean, Goga is more of a fan turning to cycling commentator than other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you put yeah, me she's... in Goga's Although, place, and I'll be like hugging everyone. It's like, oh, you're my favorite. No, no, I think if you yeah. if you analyze the relationship of Paul Sherwin and Phil Liggett with Lance Armstrong for most of the 2000s, I think there's a fair amount of kissing that happened. <laughs> now, listen, is, you know is, I mean? Goga, is Goga less professional, less knowledgeable, and less informed than we are? No. I think less she's, professional, but she's more informed and maybe more knowledgeable. So she only complies with one of those characteristics. Uh, yeah. No, listen. listen. It's ahead, very, I get very nervous listening to her do the broadcast. It, it was not... It was not, it's not very good. But um, one thing, I wasn't able to capture it, but it was very funny. When Gavidia was walking into the mixed zone to do the interviews, he was pretending to limp, like, really badly, like he had hurt himself because it was a mountain stage. And he was just making these painful, pain like, faces. What? And she was like, oh, my God, Gavidia is injured. We're going to talk oh. to him. And then he, like, <laughs> sees the camera, and he's just like, oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> but she was like, oh, my God, Colombia, Gavidia pony. has been injured. Pony. We need pony. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but he was I, like, no, I just, I'm fine. I just want to say, uh, you guys better get HR on speed dial here because it's about to happen. Uh, Klaus said oh. that there's three people doing the commentary, two women and one man. And she said, you don't see that very often. I was like, really? Two girls and one dude? I see that all the time. <laughs> Mike, speed dial. HR. HR. Betty from <laughs> HR. Jeez. I'm talking about pornography. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You don't say... <laughs> the last thing I, I, I want to say, and the last thing I need to say about the Giro d'Italia and the, what's happened so far up until the second rest day, is you guys see the Eurosport like after race or whatever. When what's the name of the tall white guy, dopey tall white dude that Ashley Eurosport, what? Ashley House, when he was interviewing Jose Luis Arrieta, the Movistar uh, DS, and. <laughs> Oh, really? Arrieta's right in front of his car, in front of the car. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And the car is in neutral, so the car starts to roll down the hill. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It was the best. I haven't laughed that hard in a long, long time. So Arrieta turns around and starts, like, running towards the car, and then Alex House just <laughs> runs through, but he's wearing, he's wearing these dopey shorts, and he looks all, like, lanky and trying to stop the car. It is really funny. I'm sure there's plenty of videos of it. Just look it up. It was oh my God. so fucking funny. And it reminded me of that happened to me when I was four or five years old. I got in my dad's car, put it in neutral, rolled the car onto a fucking, um, what do you call that? Precipicio? Like a ditch? No, no, like a, well, whatever. It went like boom, boom, boom. Like it turned around and around and stuff. I was like stumped. So your excuse is you are four years old. What's Movie Star's excuse? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think maybe 
He's not used to driving a, an automatic car a or maybe a stick, one or the other. I don't know. He just did it wrong. I don't know. It was pretty funny. One thing about the police motto that I have to say. You know, like uh -huh. last week I was volunteering for a local cycling race. They did like an hour away from here. Riding a motorcycle? The, the, what? You were riding a motorcycle? No, 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 no. I was, Wait, I was volunteering, doing sorts of shits. But listen to me. They set up all the volunteers together and they told us, okay, we're going to give you different chores here and there. The only thing that you need short? to remember is the following. If you are standing either by yourself or uh, with your car and there was somebody with a moto, do not stand in the pavement. You have to stand outside the road. And this was, you know, like just general instructions for a field that doesn't have more than like 30 people in it. So it was interesting that they were super, super insistent, like don't stand on the pavement. You have to be off the pavement to do whatever it is that you are doing. So when I saw the accident at the Giro, like, man, bring that policeman over here. I have the people that can instruct them into instructions. <laughs> sure. And the instructions sure were, if you cannot stop outside the pavement, that means that that's not a good place to stop. Keep going until you find a place where you can stand outside the pavement. So that was... Oh, something else that I noticed, it was funny. Salvatore Puccio started like kind of yelling at the camera. And I'm sure that the, the, the model yeah. and the camera was like, dude, that wasn't, it's the cop back there, dude. He wasn't me. I, I'm just, I'm just, I got, I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Like yelling at him and I'm like, yo, chill out, dude. That's and not I wasn't right sure. <laughs> was he, yeah, I was, maybe the cop was standing behind him or whatever. No, but because his, the cop uh, fell. The cop fell. His like, oh, Yeah. The well, but did you see Puccio's uh, hand gestures? Yeah, the, oh, for the love of God. Yeah, like putting yeah. your hands together like you're holding a plum in there, but like praying to God at the same time, like, please, what are you doing? Oh, do Americans so do that? Is that an American? Do Americans do that too? Mike, do you guys, when you're like, uh, when you're like pleading with somebody, like, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? Do you ever like put your hands together like you're praying? Yeah, like I do. Oh, really? Okay, so it's not only an Italian Latino thing. Okay, good, good, good. All right, so yeah, it was pretty funny, especially because like it's, it's you know, it's an Italian, so he's like plenty of like hand gestures, and then he's like, "For the love of God, what are you doing?" I don't know. That's my that's my Italian accent. Um, nice. All right, so listen, it's gearing yes. up to be a great, great, great Jira once again, and as always, I personally think that Tom Dumoulin is in the best spot in the house i think that nairo quintana is in the second movie star best. agrees with you <laughs> yeah uh so um yeah i can't wait to see what happens man that's gonna be it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good race i have a question uh, for you for all of you sure. is the is that on trial another stage in which commentators are going to use the following phrases and i'm thinking about starting like a giro bingo or a Commentating bingo here. <laughs> you don't win a race here, but you can lose you can it. Lose it. So, okay. Number one. Yeah. Number two. We won't see who can win it, but we'll see who can lose it. <laughs> this yeah, is the yeah. most philosophical sport to follow. How, how can you explain this sort of quote to a new person that is just starting this watching is, and then no, all of the stories? This is how you explain it. This, this is how you too complicated to no, 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 no. It's very easy. You have to, um, it's very easy to explain. 
uh, this sport is incredibly, incredibly boring. And the commentators need to make shit up so that they can say stuff. And once they do, they continue to use the same things over and over and over it's again. A, so much time. It's a match of chess on wheels. Hmm. It's a chess match. <laughs> Whatever. It is match. Um, also funny, uh, and of note, tomorrow in, in time trial, the second uh, time check is in a place called Bastardo. <laughs> Good lord, really? <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Uh, Natalia Tomorrow Klaus, is what? Individual uh, time trial? The ITT, yes. Yes. Forget it. Forget it. I'm not watching that. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to. I'm probably going to get up late. You might see someone lose the race. <laughs> I probably will. You're not going to see anybody you're not going to see anybody win the race. That, I, so that's the argument I, I have to try to make to Mike. Mike, do you want to see someone win the race? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Then don't watch tomorrow. Tomorrow <laughs> you will watch people lose. It's not as exciting. You're right. Oh, uh, man. Well, I had Movistar. I, did you see the, the tweet, Movistar? Is that what you were talking about? Like Movistar said, we're losing Tom to – we're losing time to Timo Pino and Tom uh, Dumoulin tomorrow. In, that was their tweet. We're losing time to them. You got to love it. They know. Uh, yeah, I know. They, they totally know. Uh, okay. Klaus, anything else that you want to say? You want to share? Well, uh, I did an interview with uh, Ian Boswell with, uh, from Sky for uh, Manual for Speed. So go check that out. He was up there today in the Tour of California. He was one of the four that... When battling for the stage win, ah, I have to go see that. Don't uh, watch Scoogins. That's that shit scary. No, no. Yeah, that shit's uh, scary. So, uh, Mike, anything you want to say? I did it. I did an interview with Patrick Dempsey for Playgirl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> go Mike. <laughs> My, My hero. Like <laughs> only available online. <laughs> uh, Natalia, anything else you want to say? Yes. People, what? go watch the highlights of stage number three of the Tour of California, <laughs> the Women's Tour of California. Go to minute A43 when the sprint, the intermediate sprint is contested. Check it out. Pay attention to the action going on on the left. And then let me know what you think. Thank you <laughs> that, very much. Na- Thank you this very much. This is Natalia's Sapruder film. She is now obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver Stone um, will be directing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I need yeah. to do group therapy with this. Thank you. Yeah, that's 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 available on YouTube actually, the the, the highlight uh video that Natalia's talking about. Okay. So uh the the jerseys, the shirts, the Spinal Cycle kits are still being delivered. Remember to take a photo, Instagram it, tweet it, tweet it, and then tag us on it. If you want to be famous, we'll retweet it. Um and Check us out on Patreon. Become a patron. Help us out. New York, New York. Is everybody ready to say goodbye? Yes? All right. We're out of here. We're out of here. We're out of here. We're out of here, people.